boss was really big in like middle school. And then I think I wore curve. I wore like really cologne colognes, but this is the complete opposite of what I like now. Let's see it. It won't do to dream of caramel, to think of cinnamon and long for you. And welcome to Earbuds and Earworms. I'm Amy, what's that smell? Shepherd, and this is... Mitchell, I smell T-R-O-U-B-L-E, manly. <laughs> it took me way too long to like spell that out and figure yeah. out what you were saying. You're trouble? Yeah, absolutely. You're, but you don't smell like trouble. Do you uh, Do you remember that Travis Tritt song? No. I smell T-R-O-U-B-L-E. It was recorded here in Memphis, actually. I was avoiding Froggy at that time. Oh, yeah, that's all right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This got awkward real quick. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> when did that song come out? That's a, That one's actually an early 90s song, so that was probably back when it was, uh, there was Win 104, and I can't remember what 106.9 was, but. I was listening to Cool 103. Yeah, that's where all, a, a bunch of the good stuff was. Yeah. So this week's theme is actually brought to us from Kayla's long list. Mm -hmm. It's the smelly smells or songs that elicit a smell or I guess songs that smell. Yeah, just <laughs> any sort of songs that you can tie into the olfactory senses I thought uh, would qualify. Yeah, surprisingly hard. Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah, there, it's tough. Like you can kind of use your imagination though, you know? Yeah, I guess you can flex it a bit. Like maybe some song is called like... The Winds of Summer, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like I almost brought uh, Summer Breeze by Seals and Croft, because it's kind of a, a beachy sound. It's like, okay, well, maybe it smells like... Coconut. Yeah, and they mentioned jasmine in okay. your mind or whatever. Like, that yeah. elicits a smell in your mind, so you just got to use the old noodle. Dakota thought about the Leonard Skinner song Yes, first. of course. That's yeah. uh, what I thought as well. Yeah. What song did you bring this so week? So I'm going to start us off with the Melvins. They have a song called Creepy Smell. So the lyrics of this one don't really reference a smell directly, but I think they're just making reference to like weird, creepy dudes and weird, creepy dudes always tend to smell really bad for some reason, whether it's like a lack of bathing and hygiene or just the way that they wear really noxious colognes on top of whatever weird smells they're already emanating. I don't know what it is. Um, I'm going to say the song really doesn't want to be from 1989. Yeah, it's, it's pretty hard to believe this is 1989. Yeah. Uh, I'm not quite sure what year it wants to actually be from, but yeah, uh, weird creepy dudes always smell like stale Doritos. Yeah, it's it's a very uh, a very strange thing. I don't know what the connection is, but they always do smell like either stale Doritos or just 
Just Tommy Hilfiger cologne covering up stale Doritos. Just a lot of axe. Yeah, axe body axe. spray. And bad oral hygiene. There's yeah, always something teeth. going on with that. And like, I'm pretty sure creepy dudes must listen to Gene Simmons. I mean, that's probably a pretty accurate statement. The the intro, according to Genius, is from like Gene Simmons' Holiday Inn. Yeah, they uh they took that drum beat and then whatever kind of weird creepiness he's saying at the beginning of that. I have no idea. I couldn't tell. I had yeah. to look at the lyrics to figure out everything. <laughs> I brought something softer. Mm-hmm. I brought Marina's orange trees. Try to get back to what we need. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Living like we're supposed to be. Flowers in my head. I belong by the sea. Where we used to be. Sitting by the orange trees, summer in the air, bodies in the heat, just you and me. Sitting by the orange trees, watch the sun go down into the sea. Wrap your love around me Life is beautiful and now you see This is how it feels to be free Flowers in my head, I belong by the sea I'm a sucker for fruit tree smells Even like the rotting fruit on the ground like the apples Even like crab apples, I just love that like smell So uh, I knew I wanted to hit up a song that had like the smell of wafting sweetness yeah uh, of course this is a pretty poppy love song that is stripped down and just kind of obvious yet it it just just reminds me of that like sweet smell of flowers fruits and running in overton park because there's this like one quarter mile that i go over multiple times because it's like a little tiny loop and i always want to run through there because it smells like sweet fruit yeah. of some sort it's probably something rotting i don't know but yeah, it's, i mean even that can smell good you know yeah it's really a great smell and so, that's when those oils are really coming out you yeah know? so i'm sure it's some weird weird plant that's rotting but it yeah. smells great yeah there's lots of great imagery in this one and lots of sense to kind of take in if you let your imagination kind of follow along i can definitely smell the ocean breeze and that faint smell of citrus from the orange trees maybe even like opening up one of the oranges and <laughs> eating it in the shade you know yep. uh, on the genius site someone mentioned that she wrote this song about uh, the island in greece where she and her family are from and how her body and her biology just seems to know whenever she goes back there and she just feels at peace and i definitely think there's something really fascinating about the way that our sense memories just hold so strongly even over long periods of time uh, it's kind of an interesting thing about our psychology you mm-hmm. know and I also love just the super chill production of the song it's got the really dense piano and like some harp and then it's got that classical guitar which classical guitars have nylon strings as opposed to steel strings so it makes a much softer and more mellow sound than traditional acoustic guitars And altogether, she's just using the vibe of the production and then that sensory language in the lyrics to just create this perfect little diorama of this gorgeous island that she's singing about and kind of takes you there to to share in that contentment. And it's just a sweet poppy song. Yeah, it's it's that too. And for it being a poppy song, song, it's not like overproduced. Yeah, I agree. I really loved it. Yeah. Uh, Our ear buddies bringing the smells. Yeah, they brought some good ones. There's some smelly smells. (laughs) Uh, Jason P. brought... um, he says a song about a dude with bad breath, Blind Melon's Wilt. Wild, 
lyrics are really baffling, and um, yeah. I'm just going to have to trust Jason on this one. I yeah. have no idea what they're saying. Yeah, I was a huge Blind Melon fan in high school, actually. Uh, my first car had a huge Blind Melon sticker that like stretched the entire bottom of my back glass. I almost can remember that. Yeah, and the, just the sound of the song is kind of Led Zeppelin-y, but Shannon Hoon's vocals are kind of reminiscent of his good buddy Axl Rose from Guns N' Roses. They were apparently like best buds. Oh. Uh, lyrically, definitely a lot of babble, but I'm pretty sure I'm kind of picking up on some context that it's sort of through the eyes of someone a little high or hungover, mm-hmm. just like navigating through their day. And I remember reading something on the Blind Melon website about this song being about a, a bus driver with like really bad breath. So perhaps it's just like the incoherent impressionistic revel, you know, reflections of a bus ride while inebriated and dealing with someone's halitosis. Is this a stoned high schooler? I mean, it could be, or just Shannon Hoon strung out on whatever combination of dope he could get his hands on. Oh, I, it does. It does sound like a, a trip of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. Gene brings Incubus's aqueous transmission. I'm in this boat alone, floating down a river named Emotion. Will I make it back to shore or drift into the unknown? First of all, sound kind of lewd. It does say. a little bit. I was just going to say. Um, I'm guessing this is the smell of floating down a river. And I only know the smells of Tennessee and Maine. So I, I would guess the best parts of outdoors in Tennessee is the random whiffs of plants, especially like honey, honeysuckle. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but those weird algae smells that occur too are just not like my thing. About, <laughs> yeah. They're not really floating down a river and smelling that like sitting there water kind of but this the good smells yes uh the 90s were filled with noodly songs for stoners and this fits right on in i mean that's definitely true yeah. uh this one can definitely elicit the the smell of nature as you like float down a river and it sort of encapsulates that sort of dualism of of being alone as you float uh, on the one hand, a little lonely and isolated, but at the same time, you have plenty of opportunity for reflection and contemplation. And since the oars have long been removed, you're just surrendering to the natural flow of the river and more broadly, just flowing with the universe. So this whole song has a very Taoist inflection to it, which I especially love. I almost got like super chill just listening to you to describe yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Buster F. brings Georgia White's Hot Nuts. Get them from the Peanut Man. Hot nuts, I've got nuts for sale. You tell me your nuts is mighty fine, but I bet your nuts ain't as hot as my selling nuts. Oh, hot nuts, you buy them from the Peanut Man. Selling nuts, hot nuts. Anybody here wanna buy my nuts? Selling nuts, hot nuts. You buy them from the Peanut Man. They say your nuts. 
nuts is mighty small. Better have small nuts than none at all. Silly nuts, hot nuts, you buy them from the peanut man. sales pitch going on here uh yeah, some. yeah like she's definitely selling the nuts for the peanut man uh it is indeed better to have small nuts than no nuts at all right i mm-hmm. believe that's one of the lyrics um yeah. do i really want the hottest nuts in town I-, I don't know i did spend some time this past week blanching both almonds and pistachios and while it's indeed hard work i preferred for the nuts cool just a little bit before i peeled them yep. yeah i love the smell of like roasted <laughs> pecans and walnuts and i just love eating them still hot but I definitely prefer oven roasted nuts to boiled nuts. Uh, Agree. On, on vacations and long trips, my family used to like stop at the roadside spots to buy boiled peanuts, and those just aren't really my jam. But if you give me a pan of like freshly toasted pecans or walnuts or or almonds, I'll just cram nuts into my face all damn day. And there's the final drop. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, you know, I I'm gonna say like if you get like the spicy boiled peanuts, they're okay, but you still have to get past that uh, kind of slime. Yeah, I'm not into that. You're not into it. Uh, our next selection is a dual selection by Miss Diane M. and Jason V. And it's Smelly Cat by Phoebe slash Shashir Benoit. Smelly cat, smelly cat, what are they feeding you? Smelly cat, smelly cat, it's not your fault. They won't take you to the vet. You're obviously not their favorite pet Smelly cat, smelly cat What are they feeding you? Smelly cat, smelly cat It's not your fault I mean, it couldn't, it it could, like, it could be the cat's fault Mm. Uh, Mew is evil and I'm pretty sure it isn't my fault So I suspect smelly cat is rolling in grossness First of all, <laughs> your cat Mew is a precious little angel no. who's never been mean to me. She's bitten you. But I can totally see the fire burning in her eyes when you kick her out so we can record. I don't kick her out. I move her. I shoot her. You have to her. like physically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the case of Smelly Cat, totally not that cat's fault. Uh, cats are just self-cleaning, self-managing machines. They throw up everywhere. But the owners have got to provide the fresh litter and that fresh water to keep Smelly Cat from getting too funky. And so if, if for some reason your cat still smells despite all that, it's up to the owners to get some of those little kitty wet wipes to make sure that smelly cat's fur stays soft and pleasantly scented. Uh, at this point, I think we need to plan a liberation for smelly cat and free them from their apathetic owners and bring them home to my kitty mansion that I'm in the process of establishing in my home. How many cats are there? At the at this point, I have five cats in my house. That's a few cats. That's a, a, an okay number of cats. It's not a huge number. I guess that's relative. Yeah. I've Five cats one. is a lot of cats. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just going to say, like, in the grand scheme of things, two cats can seem like a lot. Do you have any particular cat that smells worse than the other cats? No, all my cats smell great, actually. <laughs> well, Craig brings tools, stink fist.
I have long held that Tool's a band for teenage boys. Not many songs exhibit that metaphorically more. It's a rough tumble jarring and well about putting an arm up somewhere song. And I think that's a perfect uh, teenage boy song. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is definitely one of my favorite songs uh, when I was a huge Tool fan as Were a teenager. You, uh, yeah, that's disgusting. So, uh, <laughs> like you said, on the surface, the lyrics and the imagery are a, a bit ribald, but, uh, you know, it definitely elicits a, a particular smell when you take it literally. Uh, but on, on the deeper level, this song like has a lot to say about desensitization and, like, the way it manifests in our lives. Pretty much all the good things in life require some element of moderation because otherwise we desensitize desensitize ourselves to like the pleasure or the reward that something brings and then you have to go further and do more to get that same level of enjoyment or satisfaction and that's just as true for nefarious things like drugs or debauchery as it is for something innocuous like video games or like eating a bunch of food uh, and we also see desensitization in media where we're becoming accustomed to or apathetic to like violence in the news or in, in entertainment. And so, you know, tool here is they're just like advising us to keep an eye on the sorts of things that we desensitize ourselves to. And, uh, you know, the way that external interests also seek to desensitize us to things that we may otherwise otherwise find like abhorrent. So, But when you were a teenage boy, you're like, hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's um the imagery is definitely amusing for a teenage boy. I'll give you that. Okay, just saying because uh, I have a theory that perfect circle is for the, like the ladies. It is a perfect circle is definitely a sexier band. I would it's, say it's like a more chill sound, and yeah. it's less like having. It's I don't more know, poetic. It's less like a rock being ground into your ear. I'll I'll go with that. I okay. suppose that's my opinion. Uh, Charlie brings the damn builders smell. a Boston band from the 90s with some killer songs. Members went on to be in GBV. That's Guided by Voices. Okay. Anthony and the Johnsons. Others. This is a very listenable song, although I think it may be slut shaming. I'm not sure. Pretty sure it is. Uh, I guess this makes two songs in a row about sex smells. Maybe. Yeah. I, I guess I didn't expect that, like, all from this theme. I don't know. I really should have, like, you know, a lot of romantic songs are like, ooh, the smell of your body. Uh, this is a song that really just, like, lets you enjoy the composition, like, thoroughly. It was very enjoyable to listen to, for sure. Yeah, I, I love the momentum of this song. It's got, like, a lot of power that kind of starts out fully present, but it's a bit subdued. Uh, you can kind of feel the energy compounding, but it's being, like, kind of held at bay until kicking into the full force a bit into the song and just, like, breaks loose into this really powerful, grungy groove. Lots of rhythmic catches and accents that kind of keep the listener on their toes and catch you off guard um, whenever they're just, like, locking in. 
And yeah, I didn't really get the feel of it being slut shamey personally. I kind of felt that the smell that's being referred to is not only like the smell of sex, but more so an element of regret or dismay at their own decisions rather than Hmm. it being like a judgment coming from the narrator. But I guess it all depends on where you think the judgment is coming from. It very very well may be a judgment from the narrator, but I felt like it was like from the narrator because it's like the smell that she's going to bed with. Right. Yeah. And so he fe- he felt kind of judgmental about that. Interesting. That's what I'm saying. Uh, if you have your thoughts on who's smelling like what in that particular <laughs> song, uh, you can tweet at us. I'm at Pow I Gotcha. And I'm at Madam Woolite. And the show is at Andy Pod. You want to see where the musical earbud, like, Pasta is made, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sausage? I don't know. Earbuds and Earworms podcast. Pasta. Pod- yeah. Pasta sounds better. Uh, Earbuds and Earworms podcast group. The voicemail line is 731-400-BUDS or 731-400-2837. You can email the show, andypod at gmail.com with your themes, such as like Kayla, who she sent in this long list of like when Mitchell and I are just like staring blankly into space, not knowing what to do, and then yeah. posting the theme late. Uh, Kayla, save yeah, us that's, a lot. <laughs> that's been a thing happening in the last few weeks, but we're all getting, uh, we're getting on our there. new schedules. We'll, we'll get there. Yep. Uh, so, do that. And then uh, you can always check out the show, endpod.com, part of the 10710 Network. What's the final song? I'm going to leave us with Del the Funky Homo Sapien and his song, If You Must. Uh, this song is essentially just a diss track to people who talk a lot of shit, but who kind of under, undermine themselves because they smell terrible. Uh, it's got some of my favorite lines, such as, this fool's breath was so bad it'd melt your ice cream. <laughs> and check yourself, respect yourself, and wash your motherfucking body before your sweatshirt melts. That's, that's a lot. <laughs> it's very good. Yeah. Um, it's one of my favorite hip-hop tracks of all time. Dell's hands down one of the most clever lyricists in all of hip-hop. And the, and the production just makes it such a fun and partying song. So remember to wash behind your ears and uh, enjoy If You Must by Dell the Funky Homo Sapien.
Now in class you need total concentration But there's kids in the back holding conversations Cracking on each other And neither were poster boys Both of them smell like the type that's over boy Coast enjoy the leave of absence Once fools feet smell like it's drunk some matchsticks Brimstone, girls would never bring him home I was laughing Then his friend raised his tone and said What, you rolled all over yourself Yeah I go so deep on your ass, you'll be submerged Like you need to do in water, cause you smell like a turd Wanna cap? Get some courage, your feet smell lurid Go to get up, and while you at it, get a cup and squeeze the sweat out your sweatshirt And drink it or gargle, you get our vote for most stinkiest That nigga started thinking the shit, said I was frail, I said he was stale Under arms is ripe, under garments hype, about to leap out your holy sweats And we hold him best, and after this I'm gonna collect Nigga check yourself, respect yourself, and watch a motherfucking body for your sweatshirt melt like radioactive. No lady find you attractive. The folks got too captive. You don't need a map, bitch. Mm. You gotta wash your hands if you must. You gotta wash your hands if you must. You gotta wash your teeth if you must, or else you'll be funky. I'll just cram nuts into my face all damn day.